Oh, hey, I didn't see you there. So you want to know about this week's episode of the Story Pirates podcast, huh? Well, we've got creative mustaches, plants who fall in love with geographical features, trendsetters who are tired of setting trends, and so much more. And it's all coming at you after these quick words for the grown-ups. Grown-ups, guess what? The Story Pirates just announced brand new dates for the Amazing Adventure Tour. Come see us perform songs like Cat Sit On You and Fart Out Loud Day and improv comedy based on your kids' ideas. You can find tickets at storypirates.com live. The Amazing Adventure Tour is headed to these cities in May. Iowa City, Iowa, St. Paul, Minnesota, Akron, Ohio, Plainfield, Indiana, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Skokie, Illinois, Madison, Wisconsin, and Joliet, Illinois. We would love to see you there. That ticket link again is storypirates.com slash live. And grownups, did you know that you can share more episodes of the Story Pirates podcast with your kids without even leaving your podcast app? All of our bonus episodes with more coming every month are now available on Story Pirates Podcast Plus. And you can subscribe right in Apple Podcasts. Plus, you'll get our Just Songs and Just Stories feeds, so no more scrolling through episodes to find your kids' favorites. Want even more perks? Story Pirates Podcast Plus is also available in Creator Club where you can get insider access and pre-sale opportunities to upcoming tours or with a premium membership, a free shirt, and access to our brand new Create a Story events where your kids help Lee and Peter build a story that will make it onto the podcast. Learn more at storypirates.com slash podcast. Hey, grown-ups! If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from Episode 7 this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met, and as you heard, a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream, and in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grown-ups and probably older kids. Grown-ups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Okay, here we are. Vlog time. Never made a vlog before. What do I do with my hands? Oh, it's recording! <clears throat> Hello, fans! I'm Baby with a Mustache, and I just wanted to record this quick video to answer some of the most common questions I get from my fans, or mustachios, as I call them. <laughs> anyway, this first question comes to me from Burp Reynolds 76 <clears throat> Baby 
you with a mustache. What's your secret to maintaining a full, healthy mustache? Well, thanks for your question, Burp. I'll take you through my mustache maintenance routine. Let me just, um, yeah, I got okay. Let me just move my camera to the bathroom. Oh, all right, I'll just lift this. <laughs> there we go. I've never done this on camera before, so let's hope this goes well. <laughs> okay, the first step is to apply a few drops of mustache oil to your mustache. So, carefully, um... <laughs> okay, you don't want to use that much, but you get the idea. Next, pick up your mustache comb. <laughs> oh, man, I dropped my comb in the trash can. You know what? It's okay. Let's just move on to the final step, the mustache trimmer. Now you wanna be very careful with this last step, especially if your hands are covered in oil. Okay, steady, steady. Ah! My mustache, I shaved it off. We were just bored and said, hey, why don't we write a story? I have a huge imagination. If you only use your eyes, then you'll see less stuff. Bobber or barf or dog toys or whatever. I'm not sleeping in there. We inspire each other. And the world will never be the same. The Story Pirates. Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast, everyone. Where we take stories written by kids. And turn them into sketch comedy and songs. Uh, nobody look at me. Okay. Should we check on her? No, she was pretty clear that she didn't want anybody looking at her. That's true. Should we do a story then? Yeah. yeah. And here to introduce it is the author. My name is Landon Baxter. I'm eight years old. I live in California. And this is my story... The tree with a love for a mountain. Hey, all you forest flora and fauna. Thanks for coming out to the grove tonight. Here's a song to get your branches swinging. I am a tree with the love for a mountain. A lonely tree My roots, they can't walk anywhere Cause I'm a tree Through my binoculars I see you mountain Right now I am I I know that someday We can be Can be a weed. I keep on growing, hoping I might feel a little less alone. I pluck all my pine cones, plant them round my roots. Will it bring me close to you? Look now, there's pine trees sprouting, yet I'm still far from you. Someday we can be a chop, 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 chop. Oh no, a man just cut down one of my 
my pine trees. A man just cut down a bunch of my branches. He's taking them home to give to his grandkids. What am I to do? Well, a few fallen branches won't stop leaves from sprouting. I ain't slowing down, I'm growing up, I'm reaching that mountain. I yank up my roots and I breathe fresh air. And I leap into the forest on a wing and a prayer. I am a tree with a love for a mountain. And now I'm free from the dirt. Swinging from branch to branch Above the trees They're all still growing Just like me My mountain Swinging high up to your summit I plant my roots So I won't plummet I am my mountain We are we Got a love for you. Good night. Wow, that, that story, story was incredible story. once really? again. You know what else is great? Snacks. <laughs> <laughs> I know, predictable. Another thing that's great is kefir. Oh, it's, you love kefir. Something I think is great is anything even a little bit related to acting, no matter how tangential it may seem. <laughs> yes, we are defined by these attributes. <laughs> Sigh. It must be easy for everyone else, having a defining characteristic with which to navigate the world. But alas, I, baby with a mustache, have shaved off my entire personality, my reason for being, my beloved mustache. Without it, how can I ever face my friends again? Hey, baby with a mustache. Ah! Oh. Don't look at me. Why'd you stick your head into that pile of coats? And why isn't anybody hanging their coats up? Rolo, something terrible has happened to my face. If I show you, will you promise not to tell anyone else? Of course I won't tell. Scout's honor. Scout is the name of my noodle supplier. She's very trustworthy. Okay, here goes. <gasps> you're a baby. I've always been a baby. Oh, um, you're, uh, huh, you're... My mustache is Your missing. Your mustache is missing. Right! Hmm. Did a seagull steal it? What? No, why? Because a seagull stole my mustache once. It could happen to anyone at any time. No, my mustache wasn't stolen. I shaved it off by accident. And now I'm worried that nobody will know what to think of me. After all, I'm baby with a mustache, not baby without a mustache. I understand the shock of losing a mustache, so I'll help you. But how? Simple. We'll just have to find you a new mustache. What is that, milk? Yep. You see, back in the 90s, everybody was growing mustaches by drinking milk. They called them, get this, milk mustaches. Interesting. I guess it's worth a shot. Back straight, pinky up, and... Did it work? Not really. You are taking a fancy sip out of a tiny teacup. I 
think you have to drink it a little less fancy. Less fancy? Okay, I'm a refined individual with refined tastes. I can't just gulp down a drink without considering what my friends at the baby tennis club would think of me. But that's how a milk mustache works. Oh, fine. I just hope this doesn't affect my membership. How does it look? Now that's a milk mustache if I've ever seen one. Great. Now to just wipe my face. No, wait. Wipe. I completely forgot that while milk mustaches can be very beautiful, they can also be very fragile. Back to the drawing board. On to plan B. The B stands for bale of hay. Where did you get that bale of hay? Storage. With this hay, we can simply glue a new mustache onto your face. A perfect substitute. Okay, uh, just a little bit of hay here. A little more here. Be careful, it's going right up my nose. Perfect. Good as new. Hmm. It's a little itchier than usual, but this could actually. Bless you. Thank you. I, 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 they think I'm allergic to the hay. I, and I can't stop sneezing because it's, I, it's glued to my face. I, 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 it looks like milk mustaches and hay mustaches won't work. I guess not. But here, I've prepared a special soup for you. Will it help my mustache grow back extra fast or something? Oh, no, I just thought we could use a lunch break. I'm not sure what to do about your mustache. Ugh, I knew it. It's hopeless. I'm never getting it back. My mustache has always been what's made me special. It's always been my thing. The rest of the story pirates won't even know how to talk to me. I'm sure that's not true. They'll still happily accept you, baby, with a ma. You see... It's such a big part of my identity that I even use it in place of my own name. That's it. I'm locking myself in my room. I got everything I need in there. My classical music collection, my water cooler, my handful of nickels. What are the nickels for? In case I need to make change. Now goodbye, forever. Can I get my soup in a thermos? Of course. Here you go. Thank you. Forever! We'll be right back. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Hey, grownups. Want to get a personalized audio message from Peter or me for your family? Well, we're going to be surprising one family every month with one. All you have to do is sign up for our email list at storypirates.com slash podcast. We'll send you Story Pirates updates and once a month, one lucky family will receive a message from us customized to your kids and their interests. If you're already on our email list, you're already entered to win each month. If not, join now at storypirates.com slash podcast. Now, back to the show. Come out of your room, baby with a mustache. Don't call me that anymore. <gasps> it's hopeless. Hey, Rolo, what's wrong? Lee, Megan, Peter, it's baby with a mustache. She's locked herself in her room. Oh, this has happened to me before. Baby with a mustache, you'll want to call AAA. They'll come let you out. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. No, I'm doing this on purpose. Please leave me alone. I'm not the baby you once knew. Baby with a mustache, I'm sure that's not true. No matter what's going on, we're your friends and we love you. We can help you get through this. Well, do you promise? Scout's honor. Scout is Rolo's noodle supplier. She's very trustworthy. We've uh, all met Scout, okay? Is. Oh, okay. Here goes. <gasps> You're a baby. I've always been a baby. Yeah, Peter. Pay attention. Rolo, you made the same mistake. Yeah, but before the ad break, nobody remembers what happened. Baby with a mustache? You shaved your mustache. Is that what's got you so upset? Of course I'm upset. Being a baby with a mustache is my whole thing. Just like your thing is acting, and Lee's thing is kefir, and Peter's thing is... Adventure. <laughs> because that's my whole thing. <laughs> Guilty. Peter Adventure McNerney. <laughs> I love it. Uh-huh. Like I was saying, you all have your things. But without my mustache, I don't even know who I am. I understand how you feel because I've also felt like that before. You have? Of course. It's normal to worry about fitting in, but I try to remind myself that it's okay to just be me. I normally call Lee to ask him to remind me. And I do, because it can feel nice to hear it from a friend. We're always going to keep changing and growing. Parts of our personalities will stick with us and other parts might fall away. But that's why you have us. We'll always have each other to lean on as we go through those changes. Huh, that makes me feel a lot better, thanks. Besides, I like your new clean-shaven look. Me too. Oh, you guys. Although it might be weird to keep calling you baby with a mustache since you don't have a mustache. You could always call me by my name. Oh, that's true. Um, I feel kind of weird asking this since we've known each other for so long, but what is your name? Bebe. And what's your last name? With a mustache. So your real name is Bebe with a mustache? Yep. But you can just pronounce it baby with the mustache. I don't mind. Wow, things really are always changing. You said it, Rolo. Now let's do another story before my mustache grows back. Yeah! yeah. Okay, listeners, have you ever wondered what it would be like to be popular? Like so popular that everyone wants to do everything that you do? It sounds like it might be fun, right? 
Well, maybe it would be fun, or maybe, like in this next story, it would be something else entirely. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, I'm Clark. I'm 10 years old. I live in California, and this is my story, Infamous. Huh? Who is texting me this early? Happy birthday, Tori! You're the coolest girl in town, possibly even in the entire world. Aw, that's nice of Sabrina to say. Wanted to send you this birthday vid while I'm at your hairdressers. I did her hair just like yours! Oh, I hope these other messages aren't... Happy birthday, Tori! Got the same shoes as you! HBD, Tori! Check out my bracelets! You mean my bracelets? Hello, Tori. It's me, Mayor Douglas. I'm sending this video to wish you a happy birthday, as I do for all my constituents. And to ask you where you got that tote bag I saw you with at the mall last Wednesday. It's super cool! Looks like it's not going to be a very... Happy birthday to my coolest daughter! Thanks, Dad, but I've already gotten a ton of birthday videos from people copying me. Not this again, Tori. Not everyone is copying you. But, Dad, I... Now come downstairs. We've got a special birthday breakfast waiting for you. Race you down there. Three, two, one. <laughs> Better get downstairs. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Now, blow out the candles on your morning birthday cotton candy. And don't forget to make a wish. I wish everyone would stop copying me. <laughs> now for a cotton candy feast. Thanks, Mom and Dad, but you can eat the cotton candy. Whenever I try to be different from the other kids by not eating cake on my birthday, it becomes a trend for the rest of the year. If I eat cotton candy for my birthday, somehow everyone will find out. Then all the other kids will want to do it too. Wow, honey, I didn't realize you felt this way. Thanks for understanding. I should probably get going to school. It's Summer's birthday today, too, and I can't be late. So, would you say Summer is copying you by having her birthday on the same day? Glenn. No, Dad. There's more nuance to this argument that you're not grasping, but you're not in a place where I think you can hear me, so let's pick up this discussion at a later time. Good day. Eh, I can't believe her. Neither can I. Tori's so cool! <sighs> Despite my best efforts, I'm late! I gotta get inside. Tori! I didn't see you in gym for zero period. Mr. Elsmer, I can explain. I was... Late! So am I! That's why I didn't see you in gym! Because I wasn't there! See? I'm late! Just like you, Tori! Pretty cool, huh? Okay, well, have a great day, Mr. Elsmer. Only if you think I should. <laughs> Bye. Tori! Oh, hi, Miss Branton. I just mopped there. You walked on my clean floors with those dirty shoes. Oh, I'm sorry. You've given me no choice but to do it, too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ah, this is fun. No wonder why you're the most popular girl in town. Maybe the world. Right. Well, I gotta get to class. See you later. Promise? Ah, she's so cool. Happy birthday, dear Summer. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Summer. Sorry I'm late, Mrs. Kazmer. I hope I didn't miss grabbing a slice of Summer's birthday cake. <laughs> Good one, Tori. But we're not eating cake. 
<gasps> We're having birthday cotton candy because you like it. Yay! Wait! I'm neighbors with Tori, and this morning I saw through her kitchen window that she didn't eat any of her birthday cotton candy. Ooh, throw away the cotton candy. Here's a trash can. Uh, wait, 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 everyone. People have been copying everything I do. I don't like it. Huh? You don't know how it feels to be the trendsetter, the cool one. I think it sounds amazing. Because you're not me, Dustin. What? Eat the cotton candy if you like. Just don't copy me anymore. You need to think for yourselves. Oh, of course. We do need to think for ourselves. Right, everyone? Yes, we need to think for ourselves. You are all individuals. Yes, we are all individuals, like Tori said. Yes, I'm rad. I'm hip and cool, of course, but so are all of you. So be unique. Be individuals. Be yourself. That was so emotional. Sure, but do you get it now? Yeah, um... Unless you think we don't get it, what do you think? Ah! I get it. <gasps> Dad? Watch this. <laughs> He's eating the cotton candy. It seems to be meaningful, but I'm not sure why. Tori, I was wrong not to listen to you earlier today. Sometimes daughters exaggerate, but sometimes they don't. Thank you for inspiring me to think for myself. You helped me realize the coolest thing I can be is me. A 47-year-old accountant who plays basketball on Sundays when his knees aren't bothering him too much and loves his daughter. Aww. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to stop eating this cotton candy. Not because Tori didn't eat it, but because it's making my tummy hurt. Yay! Way to know your own limits. So now you guys get it, right? So, you want us to eat the cotton candy, or...? <laughs> it's okay, Tori. It might take them a little longer to get there, but don't lose hope. Oh, thanks, Dad. Yeah, thanks, Dad. <gasps> Mayor, Mayor Douglas? Douglas? What? Tori's so cool. The end. And now, Lee speaks with the author. So, Clark, you wrote the story Infamous. Yeah. For listeners who might not know, can you explain what the word infamous means? Because I've heard it a lot. It means, like, famous, but, like, for the wrong reason. <laughs> like, if you had slept in a, like, big puddle, and then a billion people, like, took a picture of it and then posted it on Instagram, and then you became famous, but you didn't want to be famous for slipping on a puddle. Well, what does it mean to be famous for the right reasons? If you're, like, a celebrity, like, if you're a singer or a dancer and you have really good music, Got it. But if you're, like, famous for being, like, a bad person, that could be infamous? Yeah, like a criminal. That's definitely infamous. Like, oh, I robbed a bank. I'm famous. No, you're not. <laughs> you're infamous. <laughs> yeah. It's funny to me because the word looks like infamous, but it's infamous. You know, I actually wrote the book thinking, oh, it's infamous. And my mom's like, no, it's not. I'm like, yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> so your story is really about the concept of trendsetters, right? Yeah. Have you ever been a trendsetter yourself? Only a couple times. It was me and my friend Matan. We started bringing this like putty to school and now everyone has it. 
What was it like when that happened? Was it like a good feeling? Was it a weird feeling? It was kind of both. I'm like, wait, what is going on? I just wanted to bring my putty to school. Do you feel like if you went to school wearing like a bathrobe one day and someone would be like, guys, check it out. Clark's wearing a bathrobe. That must be the new trend. And then suddenly everyone's wearing bathrobes to school. Um, actually, I think it would be the opposite. People would be like, wait, why is she wearing a bathrobe? They'd be like, Clark is now infamous. Unless it's pajama day, it's really random. Okay, so now we're going to do some trend predictions. If you could predict what a trend of the future is going to be, what would you predict? Okay, I would predict that the new trend would be these shoes that hover above the ground. So you don't actually have to touch the ground. You can just leave hovering above like the mud. I would definitely follow that trend. Yes, me too. Yeah. All right, my turn. I'm going to predict a trend now. I predict that in the future, there will be a trend that dogs wear hats. Yes! I have two dogs, and they need to wear hats, but they don't like wearing hats. (laughs) Well, that's because they haven't seen the trend yet. Okay. I think in the future... Dog beds will be really, really, really fluffy. And if your dog doesn't like fluffy things, well, too bad. And my trend prediction is that the fluffy dog beds are going to look so comfy that humans will start sleeping in their own fluffy dog beds. Oh, no. Like human beds? Or will they actually sleep in their dog's bed? Their actual dog's bed. They just curl up in their dog's bed. I'm sorry whoever is going to start that trend, but I am not following that. All the dog beds have some kind of weird stuff in them, whether it's slobber or pee or barf or dog toys or whatever. I'm not sleeping in there. Well, Clark, you passed the trend test because I was testing to make sure that you wouldn't follow a bad trend. And you, my friend, succeeded. Congratulations. Oh, my God. Yay. (laughs) Clark, this has been a blast speaking with you today. Thank you for letting us perform your story. You're welcome. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. And now it's time for Story Pirates Roll Call. First up, we have a story sent in to us by Calvin, a seven-year-old in Massachusetts. And Calvin's story is pretty funny to say out loud. The the who wanted to change his name. That's right. It's about a character named the, like the word T-H-E, which makes for some pretty funny wordplay in Calvin's story. Thanks, Calvin. Next up, a shout out to Bethany, a six-year-old from Kansas, who sent us the story, The High Note and The Low Note, which is a battle of musical wills between a high note and a low note. Actually, that was still pretty high. Let me see how low I can go. Low note. That was... All right, well, just read the story. It's great. Thanks, Bethany. From Switzerland, we got a story from eight-year-old Wimberly called The Scarer. And in Wimberly's story is my favorite character name of the week. That's right. There is a mummy called Mrs. Crackers. Can you imagine, like, a scary mummy named Mrs. Crackers? Perfection! 
Thanks, Wimberly. And finally, from Delia, a 10-year-old in Texas, we have a story that you are going to have to read to believe. It is called Chicken Soup Costume. And the story is just one sentence. And I'm not going to spoil it here. You must read this yourself. To read all of today's Roll Call stories, head to storypirates.com slash podcast. That was Roll Call. Now it's time for you to write us a story. And if you don't know what to write, here's a story spark from Clark, the author of Infamous. Kids, write us a story about the most wild space food imaginable. Tell us where the food comes from, what it looks like, and what it tastes like. And most of all, who eats it and why? That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening, and a huge thanks to today's authors, Landon and Clark. Grown-ups can submit kids' stories and story sparks at storypirates.com. And remember, every single story we receive Get some love, some story love. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, stay creative and stay kind. Bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Story Pirates Studios, executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Baer, Mike Cavallon, Minzwi Karami, Mahela Lawrence, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord and produced by Brendan O'Grady. Roll call theme by Andrew Barbado. Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell. Our head writers are Rachel Winitsky and Minzui Karami. Staff writers are Mike Cavallon, Mahela Lawrence, and Alexa Simpson. And contributing writers are Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. This episode features performances by Eric Austin, Maydell Clarice, Langston Darby, Sasha Diamond, Peter McNerney, Brendan O'Grady, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Dominic Russo, Peter Russo, Heather Woodward, and Nimini Ware. The Tree with a Love for a Mountain was written by Tim Platt and produced by Brendan O'Grady. You know, I kind of resent that people think the only thing I care about is kefir. I actually have a ton of other interests. Like, I also love mini golf design theory. I'll explain. You're probably familiar with mini golf courses, but did you know that somebody actually has to design those courses? Like all the loop-de-loops and windmills and bumps and every other funny thing that your golf ball has to go through to reach the hole? Oh, you don't believe me, do you? Well, check it out. Right here, I have my own personally designed mini golf hole that I've built on the Story Pirates ship. Okay, so let's check it out. I'm just going to grab my putter and place the ball on the ground and line up my shot. And there. Okay, as you can see, the ball just begins gently rolling down the course, just like I designed it. Now there's a little incline here and into the first loop-de-loop. Yep. Oh, there's the second one. And into the third one, which catapults the ball into the air! 
And the ball hits Peter. Ow! Just as designed. And falls into the toilet flusher handle on the toilet just before falling into the toilet, getting flushed down into the toilet. And we listen to it roll through the pipes under the ship. And it pops up in the sink. Flies across the kitchen to the microwave where it puts exactly one minute and 45 seconds on the microwave for my dinner. Then drops to the floor, rolls over Peter's foot, Flies back across the kitchen to the fridge, opens the fridge, pours me a nice glass of kefir, puts it on the table for me to enjoy, and then up a ramp, down a little spiral thing, knocks over 12 bowling pins, raises an entire family of adorable kittens, zooms up one more ramp, and flies all the way across the room right into Peter's mouth. Wow, who designed this amazing miniature golf hole? It was me, Peter. It was me. Oh yeah, now we have to wait for the microwave to finish. Those micros are really waving. I love waiting for the microwave to be done.